Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Terrell Talk. I am your host, Will Terrell, and joining me today is my dad, Ryan Terrell. Hello, I'm glad to be here. On this podcast, we will be talking about sports such as college football, baseball, basketball, all the main sports that me and my dad love to talk about. And a lot of times I'll have other special guests such as my brother, my mom, uh, uncles, and friends, and stuff like that. And so our first topic today is college football. And we live in Nashville, Tennessee, so we're big Tennessee fans. And the recruiting and the new coach is all looking very good, don't you think? Absolutely. Yeah, I just thought of something, by the way, as I was thinking about this. We should get, um, one, we should get R.A. to do one. Yeah, that'd be great. Don't you agree? Yeah. And two, we should see if Mr. Herb should do one. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Okay, sorry. Keep going. I just thought about that as we were going. So, like I said, we're good Tennessee, big Tennessee fans, and we love Jeremy Pruitt. We think he's going to be a great coach, going to coach the team hard and play good defense, unlike last year year, where Butch Jones kind of – our team was very soft and just didn't perform well in big moments and everything like that. So uh, hopefully we'll start better this year with Pruitt. And recruiting's going good, so. I would say last year was, I guess looking back, it was a historically bad year. Yeah. In my lifetime, Tennessee has never. um, Ever. Ever. I don't think lost more than, what is it, like seven Uh, games or something? No, that's their four lot. First four I mean, first season with four losses. They've had five loss seasons, but never a four. No, I think it's actually they've had they've had seven loss seasons in the past. They've been you know four and seven. They've never had eight losses oh, in a that's year. It. So what it was, I'm with you. But you were you yeah. were thinking about the win side. Yeah. But they, um, it was a historically bad year, and we had to endure the whole thing, didn't we? Yep. It was brutal. And we were at the LSU game, which of course was a downpour, and it was terrible. We had some. Uh, good moments in the first half. Brady Hoke. Yeah, Brady Hoke was coaching <laughs> on the sideline after Butch was fired, and it just all went down in the second half. We fumbled. Why did the we kick, kick in the middle of a rainstorm I with no know. lights? Why do we say it was okay to kick? I'm still not know. quite sure. We were we were sitting. Tell everybody where we were sitting on that we second half kickoff. At the Tennessee was receiving the ball, and we were right behind them up in the first first uh, section of seats. Could you even see the guy kicking the ball? No, not at all. I couldn't, I couldn't. even see the ball. And then, uh, <laughs> what's his name? T- ties back up. Oh, um, yeah. Tim uh, Jordan. Tim Jordan, yeah. Tim Jordan yeah. was re- receiving it, gets it, takes off, and fumbles at about the 11-yard line without even being touched. It was still a decent game at that yeah. point. I don't know the I think exact it was like, score. Uh, 14-10 or something. Yeah, yeah. Something you know what's like a that? bummer about that game is that Ty went out on the opening kickoff. Yeah. Got we got a concussion. concussion. We're big fans of Ty Chandler. He I goes go to NBA. To, we both go to his high school. We both went to – I went and Will goes to his high school. Yeah. So We can get Ty on to it by podcast. Yeah. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. That'd be real fun. And uh, our neighbor, who now is at Auburn, was very good friends at Ty when he was at NBA. And so we have a signed helmet by him. I've met him a couple times, and he's a great Super guy. Super nice guy. But uh, so – yeah, I think next year we will be looking for who, what key players? I guess Shuttle, Ty, Ty, uh, Ty Shuttle, yeah. He, um, what's, what's his name? Um, let's see. Uh, he's my, only my, Shy only my favorite, only Shy my favorite Tuttle. player, Shy Tuttle. Jeez. Shy Tuttle, yeah. Call him Ty, uh, Ty Shuttle. Shuttle. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Shy so. Shuttle. Yeah. Shy Tuttle Shy should Tuttle. be looking good because before, I mean, last year he did not play very well, but before that he played amazing until, uh, he got, Cheap shot by Georgia Center. So what they're saying is, I don't know enough about you play. You have already played more football than I did in my life, and you know more about it. But supposedly in the 
three four the nose guard position again I don't I don't pretend to know the intricacies of the three four at all I, even some of the, the concepts of the different names of the mm-hmm. linebackers confuse me but anyway the, the the nose guard he's not really that physically perfectly suited for the for the nose guard he's more of a four three t- tackle I mean shy yeah he's more yeah. of a four three tackle and not yeah, with, not a gap stopper and three, but he's gonna but he's gonna yeah. start there so we'll I see think what happens because in three four you need to have like a, a just clog up the Leverage. middle yeah. not let them uh, run up the middle on you, but Shy's more of a he's more of a quicker yeah. interior lineman. Exactly, yeah. And he gets to the quarterback better than any of the yeah. interior linemen on the team. He so. did he did not look again, I love Total. I've always liked Total. He's been through a lot of injuries and when he was a freshman or let's see, freshman sophomore, he he's definitely got a absolute boatload of ability. And he's probably gonna play pro football if he can stay healthy. Yeah. But um he did not look good in the spring game at the nose guard position. He got pushed around on skates a little bit. The whole D line yeah. did, and Pruitt was remember that was Except really for, upset. Uh, Kyle Phillips, who was also very another good. Nashville kid, yeah. and went to high school right down the street at Hillsborough High School. I think it's like his cousin or somebody who's a plumber in town who came and was helping us out with a project. Yeah. I was talking to him, working I, yeah. with him. I actually got him was trying but, to do the thing with him, and he yeah. was a super nice guy. Um, yeah, Kyle he, Phillips. I, I think he should have a great year. I think he, he's going to be one of the captains. I'm pretty sure. Uh, he, he, was, he was SEC Media Day. It was he, uh, Wolf, and Callaway yeah. went to represent the team. Mm-hmm. So I think those are the three guys that Pruitt. And I think uh, Callaway trusts. should have a big year. Callaway I think we're going is, to be able to get the ball to him because he's the best one-on-one receiver I've ever seen, yeah. maybe apart from Calvin Johnson. Did, but did he's you see what the amazing. Uh, one of the dumbest comments, and I really like those VolQuest guys, mm-hmm. that I, one of the few websites and message boards I still to this day follow a little bit. Mm-hmm. They really had one of their dumbest comments of all time. A couple of those guys, um, uh, Austin Price and Jesse something, who are really good reporters and seem like good guys, just, d- just decided to come out and say they didn't think he was a, a, a number one receiver in the SEC. Which is ridiculous. Which is when you don't have an offensive line or don't have a quarterback and have no way to get the ball to a receiver is about the dumbest thing I think I've ever heard. I mean, Callaway's probably the most talented receiver I've ever seen one-on-one jump balls. He made literally every single one that I ever saw. Yeah. He's caught the ball outstandingly. He high points it as good as any yeah, as any. Uh, uh, I mean, he's like he's like Calvin Johnson. We have like, one good one good thing. We have some positives coming into the year, and we can talk more about the offensive line and, and where we're going to be with that. But we do have some players on the outside, and Jennings and Callaway that can catch the ball that mm-hmm. are good at high pointing. And uh, Jennings coming back. Jennings, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, but I, I meant to say Jennings. Jennings yeah. and Callaway. Jennings yeah, uses his body well. He screens the ball. He screens the D back well. It'll be interesting to see what that looks like. Yeah, definitely. And then at tight end, we'll have a Wolf and yeah. the new kid, the Juco kid. Yeah. The, the, who's the, the number the, one the, Juco player in the uh He was world, one of the top Juco pat, pass catching tight ends, uh, and I wish I had a roster in front of me. I, I, I'm just losing my mind uh, right here. But he was – he's a very good pass. If he can come in he and make a – a double name. Again. Yeah, if he can make a Rivera, a Rivera type of splash, yeah. if a tight end we had come in and plays for the Raiders now still – can be that kind of pass catching tight end, yeah, um, like definitely. that guy was for Bray. That would be a that's a big that's a big leap, by the way, to say that. But that would be a very very big impact. Yeah, and then I I think the defense should be good because we're pretty well set. Other than at nose tackle, who I don't know who will play nose tackle. Shy's going to play. We'll see what at, happens. We have Kyle Phillips at the three four D end, who yeah. is a perfectly fitted for that. We. I didn't really like it last year because on 4-3 you need quicker outside rushers. Yeah. And we, for some reason, Butch decided to put, like, tons of weight on Kyle Phillips and make him thicker, and he wasn't as explosive. 
And then, but now that we're playing a 3-4, he's going to be absolutely perfect for that D end. And then, aren't they moving Daryl Taylor to outside linebacker? I think he's going to be Rush linebacker. Yeah, linebacker. he's going to be outside linebacker. I think so, kind of like a Von Miller role. Yeah, I think he and Kongbo are going to play the same position and play the kind of the outside backer. Or also, um, look, yeah. I saw the other day that uh, Phillips is up to about 275, 280. I think he's the strong side defensive end. Yeah. So, um, they say that most of the, you know, where Pruitt came from, most of the Alabama D ends in that 3-4 about – 25, 290, so they're trying to get Phillips up to be a strong side defensive yeah. end. Yeah. And then uh, at safety, we'll have Nigel Warrior, who was just named uh, – I can't remember it, but he got some honor for, like, a uh, player to look for this year in the SEC because I think – I mean, I think He's all a player. Tennessee fans. He's a flat-out well, player. Yeah. yeah. Son of uh, – Dale Carter. Dale Carter. I worry. I mean, I think that, like, I know that we have a few players out there, but when you look at the depth and, the, and some of the guy, like – like, Kongbo's awful. Uh, I think he needs to have a big year to he do won't. anything. He's just not a good football player. He's, he's not going to. I mean, I hate to say that. I don't want to be too hard. Pruitt Sorry. Do toughen him up at all? Because um, he, he was always soft. He was just too I soft. Yes, I, I just don't see it, man. I just don't yeah. see it. I, I've watched it for too long. He's, he's always kind of going backwards, you know. Yeah. I just uh, – Getting penalties for shoving him, you know off I mean? Yeah. I mean, last year – Although he year, did rush the passer pretty well in the spring game. I think he'll use him – you know, I think what Pruitt does probably well, we'll see – being a five-time national championship D coordinator, is he'll use everybody to the best of their abilities. You know what I mean? Yeah, and if Kongbo is a is his best is best suited to be a pass rusher and be and 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 get to the quarterback with his size and speed, then that's that's what he'll have him do. You know, mm-hmm. definitely. So we'll see. Um, I think so, the guy the guy I like the most. I think so I'm interested in really seeing who had a good year last year, but I, I think a very underrated ball player is Sap. Uh, Cortez Sapp. Sapp. Cortez Sapp. I, he, he's, I think he's a – He's a quick he, and powerful linebacker. He had, he had a pretty good spring game as well. I, mm-hmm. I, I like him. I think he's a ball player. And, of course, yeah. Batuli sat out. So did um, – Batuli's always going to be good. Batuli's good, I mean, yeah. he led the SEC in tackles for the first, what, five or six weeks? Yeah, I mean, he only had like 88 tackles in the Georgia Tech game. Then they took yeah, him out for seriously. the uh, – the, who was the – Colton Jumper. Oh my gosh! Yeah, he's luckily now gone. I think. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, yeah. He's, he gave a lot of he gave his all, man. I, I like he's a he's a he's a, he a Tennessee kid. Yeah. So I was I was uh, I liked him, but God, he whiffed on some tackles that were important. Mm-hmm, definitely. Um, so yeah. Now we've talked about pretty much everything on the defensive side. Yep. I think the last two things we'll cover are going to be a uh, backfield. So I'm including quarterback. So we'll talk about quarterback and running back, and then a little bit about offensive line, then move on. But at quarterback, I'm excited to see what Gorantano will do because I think he, once again, like everybody else, got kind of he got, was kind of soft last year at points. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like I know in the LSU game, there was one. It was like I think it was like four, fourth and one maybe, and he dropped back, and there was a wide open hole, and he stepped up but was hesitant and got sacked. Yeah, I got And you. he could have definitely you got You probably it. saw that from the end zone seat. Yeah, were in. I yeah. saw it 100 yeah. percent when yeah. he could have gotten it, but he just hesitant. I think. Pruitt will get him out in space where he's the best. I think he'll roll him out a lot. And our offensive coordinator from USC. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. Tyson Helton. Tyson Helton will yeah. be very good with getting him. So who do you think? Are you, are you already going ahead and saying that Garantano beats out Christ? So. Yeah. You I think, think so? Uh-huh. I don't I th- know. We'll I think see. it's more upside. I think Christ is a good quarterback. Of, I mean, he didn't win the job at Stanford last year. So that kind of – Put you down. Did he not? Did, no. Did, did, he yeah, he right. played the first three games. Two, did he play a sophomore and junior that he didn't play a senior year? Mm-hmm. Is that I right? I believe so, yeah. Oh, okay. But 
I think sure he'll play. Right? Are you sure that's right? Mm, I, I need to look that up when we get off the podcast. I need to make sure. Yeah, okay. But I think Gordantano, he just, I don't know. I think he'll be the number one guy. And he, he's shown it. He played really well in the spring I, game. I think the number one thing that is, is undeniable about Garantano, which I, I, I think our Vol brethren will agree with, I, I think, is if he's given time, any time back there, and, and I'm with you on the hesitancy and all that. Yeah. But I think and I, I think saw in the spring game, I saw it last year. If he's given time and he's supposed to deliver the ball to a receiver, uh, he's accurate. He throws hard. He's a pretty accurate passer. Bullets. I like his accuracy. I mean, yeah. He has an accurate arm, which Definitely. I think if they can scheme correctly, get the ball out quicker – do some more creative things, uh, especially not just sit around back there. Um, and watching USC's offense last year, they seem to—they're very multiple in their formations. They seem to—they seem to, you know, play to the players' strengths. I think they'll get it out quickly. Definitely. Yeah. Who do you think? Uh, so do you think you? So it's Ty obviously is our starter, yeah. and, and then Jordan. Jordan and the backup, which I—I I really like Jordan. I, I really like Jordan. Shifty too. and we were talking good. about the receivers. We need to cover that, and yeah. we talk about the tight ends. Mm-hmm. What about uh, O line? Uh, well. Of course, what's his name? The guy who just got back from the heart. Trey Smith. Thing. Trey Smith was uh-huh. named uh, preseason All SEC first team. Yeah. I think he should have a tremendous year. I think he's going to be one of the best linemen once he passes through in, of course, my life and maybe in Tennessee history with the way he. I mean, he probably had the best freshman O line season I've seen in the past 20 years just from watching football and yeah. knowing about it. He reminds me of he's a. He's just amazing a athlete that some, player. Some, he, I hope this is a good comparison. Again, certain people may disagree. But he reminds me of a guy named Fred Weary that we had. He's just a. He seems to be a mauler. He's just a oh, brawler. Yeah. You know what I mean? He, like he just comes to battle. Yeah, he led the SEC in pancakes yeah. by like. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I don't feel like a homer in saying I think he's the best O lineman in America. If he suits up and plays, I, I really believe that. Like he is a complete road grade. He's freak. fast too. He's quick on his feet. He's yeah. very good footwork. I yeah. believe he's. One of the best, if not the best. So Jerome Carvin, the kid out of Memphis, we need him to. He, he's a true freshman, started yeah. in the spring was game. He, he was the big recruit. Wasn't uh-huh. he? Yeah, big, big, yeah. big recruit. Exactly. He started a guard in the spring game. Hopefully, the weight program he's coming on. Tough to be a freshman in the conference, right? Yeah, I think uh, what's his name, the guy who he kind of quit at the end of last year, then came back. Uh, let's uh, see. Um, I think he's number seventy-seven. Um, I'm th- we got Ryan Johnson, who's yeah. there. We got, uh, if I said this right, K. John Calbert. I know it's Calbert is his last name. He's a big physical kid. Yeah. Um, then out on the outside, they got the kid who's uh, been really light, who came in and went about 250 against Alabama that first. Yeah, Marcus Tatum. Yeah, the tight end kid. Who, Tatum, yeah. and they got the, uh, who's the other tight end kid they transferred? Derek something? Uh, I don't know. I can't that, this is the problem. He did not look good in the spring game. Um but anyway, yeah, so I, it's a patchwork O-line, um, but they've got Jameer Johnson, who's the Juco who came in, mm-hmm. right? We'll yeah. see what he does. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of drawing a blank on some of the O-line. I should have prepared a little bit for the podcast on the O-line. It's but, just our first one. We'll yeah, more of course. We'll, we'll still be talking about this a little bit in future yeah, episodes definitely. as well. <laughs> and so I think we covered most of Tennessee. I think yeah. – what do you predict our record as? Um, I'm going to say it's pretty much guaranteed we're going to win either six or seven games. I, w- I don't think this team's going to win eight. I think Pruitt is uh, finally the first really solid football coach we've had up on the hill in a long time who yeah. I guarantee understands one side of the ball and understands it very well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the D will be whatever it can be, be maximized. I like the uh, I like the the offensive coordinators and the approach. I like the defensive assistants. Uh, having said that, you know, it's, there's not a lot of depth. They still need to recruit a couple more classes. But I think we're going to get to a bowl game. I, I was listening to uh, – 
to one of Brent Hubbs' podcasts recently, and I, I like Brent. I think he's really good at what he does. And he, he seems to contend, which I agree with, that we'll get to a bowl game. Yeah. So, I, my prediction is 7-5. 7-5, and five. That's seven and five. okay. I think we can beat all the teams that we probably should beat, yeah. as in the uh, – Bandies and we, Kentuckys. It's kind of weird because I've seen a lot of people have South Carolina's second in the East, but I still am not a big believer. I think we – can and should beat South Carolina. I'll just never be a believer in South Carolina. That, yeah, that there's corny just, little Gamecock logo. You yeah, know? I just I don't know, but and then of course, I I think we'll have a rough time with West Virginia. I do with, too. With uh, what's his name at quarterback? Yeah, we've never the, this, this D has never stepped on the field live and played the three four. Yeah, you know I mean? I, we've never I taken live bullets against the three four. And Will Greer's a good quarterback, so Very I'm not good. He, I'm not expecting miracles, yeah. um, but. It wouldn't surprise me if we battled and played pretty tough in that game. Yeah, I think we're I mean, going to have a lot of toot on the field. This I think year. we'll we'll be bigger than them. We'll see. At our starters, our starting lineup. Should yeah, be and, and you're right. You know, we will be. We've avoided the spring injuries. We'll have all of our players at that point. We seem to, but we'll, we'll have to get through. You know, knock on wood, some summer football here and uh, get through all the way to fall. But we'll see. That's another big thing about Butch. He could never keep the players healthy. Hopefully, Pruitt can. Oh but. God, the worst during the conditioning. Uh, sequence of coaches and disasters and yeah, ever of all time. But yeah. so we've pretty much covered all of Tennessee. Now our next segment's going to be talking about some uh, quarterback battles in uh, college football, mainly in the SEC, but also one other. And uh, my mom went to Clemson, so we are big also Clemson fans and uh, are very interested in uh, Trevor Lawrence, the new kid who was. On some boards, he was the number one player. Him and uh, uh, I believe his name Mark, not Mark Fields, uh, the Fields kid for Georgia. Two to Georgia. Yeah, yeah, Lawrence and him were one and two on every single uh, recruiting board in the nation. So I'm excited to see what they do with him and Kelly Bryant because clearly Kev- Kelly Bryant has shown himself as a top level college quarterback, but Trevor Lawrence also. Uh, has and our cousins live in South Carolina, and they say Trevor Lawrence has has even more hype than Deshaun Watson did. He's the most hyped player in Clemson history, and I'm just I think they're gonna play both, and I think Lawrence is a better passer, but I think Kelly Bryant's bigger, better on his feet, and that's a big part of the Clemson game. So I'll be interested to see what they do in uh, uh, in the season. Yeah, me too. I, I, first of all, I'm a big Kelly Bryant. Uh, fan. fan. Yeah, I, I think he's a very good quarterback. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I agree. I think he's, he's a really he's good runner. Tough. He's tough. He is a a, a good enough passer. Um, he had a, a a bad ankle injury, which it's really the only type of injury I've ever had is an ankle injury. When you have one that bad, a high ankle sprain, that's really hard to deal with. Yeah. Um. So if he's a hundred percent healthy, I just have a hard time seeing somebody beating out Kelly Bryant. I haven't I said that. Wow. You know, like. The, the word in the street down from the South Carolina kinfolk is that Trevor Lawrence I mean, is legit. They, so they we'll let see. him go in the spring game. First pass, he threw, I think it was like 70 80. 70-yard bomb. Yeah, 70 or 80-yard touchdown pass yeah. to uh, uh, T. Higgins, who's yeah. also from Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. Who caught that. And I, I think T. Higgins will have a big year, a wide receiver. Yeah. He played some last year, and, of course, you really don't like him because well, he, I like him, but I just don't Clemson like him because over he picked Tennessee Clemson over you too. Over yeah. his home state, but well, I know he's a, uh, he's a freak. He's a but good I, player. I think he'll have a great year for Clemson. I think he'll be probably their number one receiver now that uh, uh, Deion Kane is gone. Yeah, and uh, 
who was really the deep ball threat last year. But he had until some it, Until he dropped every pass. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. But uh, so I think – and then Alabama. What do you, what do you think they're going to do with Hurts? I think Tagalidoa, Tua. I'm just going to call him Tua. We'll call him Tua. I think he's going to win because, I mean, he's one of the most talented quarterbacks I've ever seen in terms yeah. of throwing arm and <clears throat> running. But – I don't know. I think they might, as well as Clemson, play both. Because, I mean, Hurts is just a model of consistency. He's kept Alabama going for, I don't know, I think two years he's been playing. Yeah, yeah. And they haven't – have they even lost a regular season game while he's been there? Um, I mean, they, they might have lost one, I, one, maybe. I think, oh, they lost to Auburn. I think that Tua think is it. definitely going to – should definitely start and should play more. I think mm-hmm. that Jalen Hurts is – He's like a really good game manager, a good kid. I think if Kiffin were still the coordinator, um, he would know how to maximize Hurts' ability. Definitely. He sort of knew how to pick his spots to run him late in games and just pull your heart out. You know what Kinda I mean? Kind of like a cl- against Clemson. Hurts yeah, had the exactly. best game of his he life. Would just, it, Kiffin was really good at that. Like He really understood when to, when to knife you with, with Hurts. The – um, since he's no longer around, uh, and that was a ballsy move to put Tua in at quarterback at halftime mm-hmm. of the national championship game. I think Tua just—he just looks like he's got it all. Yeah. Throw, definitely. pass, run. I mean, he just looks—he's just an exciting. Although, what's guy. his name did intercept him for a touchdown, Tennessee. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, uh, Nigel Warrior. No, it was the thirty. Uh, Batuli. Batuli. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For pick Good six yeah, yeah, late right. in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But. Uh, Good call. I think I think he should start, and I think Hertzel. I think he'll play a little bit. I think he might transfer. He might after this year. I think that's been some talk. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, and then Georgia. Uh, it'll be interesting. I think they'll start from because I mean last year he he played very well. I don't. I don't think he played great. I think uh, Michelle and Chubb really picked up him, and because I mean it's easy when you're in that type of offense and you could either throw it deep because, I mean, they have so many fast and quick receivers like the Hargrave kid. No, number six last year yeah. was lethal. And all yeah. of them are just really good. And then you have – and then if none of them are open, it's so easy just to dump it down to Michelle, who's probably the best pass-catching running back out of last year. Michelle is – who, uh, who, who, who took Michelle? Who picked him in the Pro Bowl? Oh, it was uh, – God, he's going to be pa- – Patriots. He's oh. – of course it was. Or, he, or maybe gonna, Saints. I can't remember. He's well, not the Saints. I think it was Patriots. It be the same. Patriots. I think it was yeah. Patriots. He's gonna he's gonna be a good pro running yeah. back. Um, Especially in that offense. I I'd stick with Fromm. I, I don't even know what. I, I this is one I don't even know why why what the deal is. Like I think Fromm yeah. had a fantastic freshman year. He's a great great game manager. He makes the throws mm-hmm, when he definitely. needs to. He's smart. Just, he's, he's very just, he's smart. Just a good player. I mean, I'd ride him for four years. You know. Yeah, that's why. Uh, I did. I mean, I understand Georgia's, of course, at the top of the recruiting right now, I believe. And the Fields kid, I can see why he'd go there. But at the same time, after Fromm just had that good of a freshman season, yeah. I can't really see Fields taking most of the snaps until his, uh, I guess, junior, senior year, yeah, which would Fromm hurt him. Yeah, maybe Fromm goes pro. I don't know. Yeah. That Fromm doesn't after, seem the kind but, of guy who goes pro, I mean, after pro, three though. years. That's yeah. still two more years. I know. And Fields will definitely play some. He won't redshirt. Yeah, I hear and you. So, They'll play him in some sort of situation yeah. to make him happy. But, but Fromm, Fromm needs to play. Yeah, I, if I were him, I might have gone somewhere different. Yeah. To I mean, Tennessee. I mean, yeah, that'd be amazing. But yeah. I mean, at the same time, somebody like a, I don't know, like an, uh, 
Who's missing a court? Not Oklahoma, because they got the kid who just got drafted. Yeah. Kyler um, Murray. Well, who, well, who's at Florida now? What kind of recruiting class? Oh, they, had, they, had, they got a really good quarterback as well in this last class. They did? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm, real mm-hmm. good. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Tough one. So, I don't know. But, yeah. so, our next segment, I'm going to read out ten teams that I've listed. All right. And my dad is going to predict their records oh, gosh. for this upcoming 2018 season. Oh, gosh. Okay. So, first one, Tennessee. I think you've already said seven and five. I'm, I'm going to say six and six, seven and five. I have to, I have to give one record. Uh, just um, Tennessee, seven and five. Okay. So, the next one, Clemson. Twelve and one. Twelve and one? Mm-hmm. I looked at their schedule the other day. It's, it's, you mean 11 and 1, right? Uh, well, they're going to go to the National Championship. They're going to go at least, they're going to go to the Final Four and keep going. Yeah, I mean, the hardest game yeah, on the schedule is Texas days. A&M. Yeah, that's, I mean, they should Their be. tough game is A&M. Yeah. yeah. But, and then you have Miami, who I think is interesting. Easiest, and, they, oh, have you yeah, seen Miami's heard, schedule? Yeah, we heard their schedule, schedule on the radio. Yeah. I, if they don't go, if they lose more than one game, they're terrible. I mean, their hardest game. At Virginia game, Tech. Their is hardest a, game is at Virginia Tech. And then Georgia Tech. And Georgia Tech. But right. Georgia Tech's at home, too, so that helps. Oh, is it? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, they're going to win 10 or 11 ball games, no doubt, and they're going to play Clemson. So they're going to be 11 and 2, uh, 11 and 2, 12 and 1, 10 and 3. Mm-hmm. No. So I'll call it 11 and 2. Yeah. And then Ohio State, who I, I really don't know much about them. I know other less than about that. them than I usually do. Yeah. I haven't followed that as much. I, I, mean, I really don't know. But uh, we have to ask Mr. Mr. Herbstreet. Penn State, uh, they're going to be worse now that they don't have Saquon. Yeah. Of course, the best yeah. player in college football last mm-hmm. year. Yeah, but uh, I, I think they'll still be good, so that'll be a test for them. I think James Michigan Franklin. I think James Franklin is one of those guys. Like I don't follow it as close as the SEC teams, obviously, but I, I think James Franklin is a really good football coach. Like yeah. the, the results don't lie. I mean, they just Definitely. keep getting better every year, mm-hmm. and they, you know, they had a great year I last mean, he year. Did, he even did good at Vanderbilt, and it's hard to do good at Vanderbilt. I know. I know. So I, I'm, a, I'm a believer no in him. I think they're Vanderbilt tough every year now. Yeah, and then. Uh, of course, who Ohio State has to play against, and I think is their toughest opponent, Michigan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who is clearly very stacked now that they have the Ole Miss kid yeah, at quarterback, and yeah. that was their one problem last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that kid is in, an interesting kid. Patterson? Yeah, Shea Patterson. Holy cow. He is a freak of an athlete. It'll be interesting to see what he looks like in a Michigan Definitely. uniform and the whole deal, you know what I, I mean? Yeah, I mean, their D-line is probably the best in the nation. They have Rashawn Gary, the D-tackle, who will That's right. probably get yeah. top five in the next draft. Yeah. But uh, – so I think Michigan. What What do you actually? What do we think Ohio State's record will be? Um, I'll say this is my one where I'm I'm shooting the most blind, but I'll just go some general trends. Urban Meyer, overall, is a fantastic coach. Shiano, uh, you know, I know the all UT stuff is kind of funny about him, but nonetheless, he's a good D coordinator. Definitely, they always have a lot of talent. I'm going to say that Ohio State, just off you know previous past stuff is at least I'm gonna say uh ten and ten and two. Yeah, I agree. I say ten and two or eleven and but one. But that's kinda of shooting blind. Yeah. And yeah. then Michigan, who I think as we talked is a is a good team. I I'm really interested to see what they'll do. Are you really? I, yeah. pa- the Patterson thing quarterback is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Because he can be a real difference maker if he stays healthy and, and gets going, you know? Mm-hmm. So what is your uh, I'm gonna say Michigan is gonna lose to Ohio State. Um maybe Penn State as well. Maybe Penn State as well. That'll be a very good I'll say game. nine and nine and three. Yeah, okay. I, I say nine and three, ten and two, maybe eleven and one if they really uh, go. I mean, because they have talent, that's yeah. no doubt about it. But I, it, I just thought of a good guess for you someday, Frank what? the Tank. Oh yeah, he'd be a good one That'd to have on here. Yeah, one yeah. of my classmates, Frank Hancock, is a huge Tennessee fan. Yeah, he'd be a good one but, to have uh, on. Yeah, and then so our next team is Auburn, who 
of course, plays Tennessee yep. this year. It's yep. a big game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, I think – First off, I think Auburn had a fantastic year last yeah, year. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Auburn won the West. Let's be honest. Alabama should not have been in the Final Four. They did not I mean, win the got, side of their lucky. bracket. They got lucky that Ohio State won. If, if Wisconsin They did won, not win yeah. the West. Yeah, you should not be able to go to the final four if you don't win the division within your conference. You Even know though, I mean? I mean, they were clearly the best team, but I don't. So what? I, they I lost their division. Yeah. I agree with you. Totally. But, um, uh, so what, what is your prediction for Auburn? Um, man, I have so many friends that are really, really big uh, Auburn fans. Um, you know, they. I'm a believer in the system. I'm a believer in... Uh, they're tricky. They're very tricky. Well, he just runs such an interesting offense. Yeah. He's such a... He's a you don't Mal, know what Malzone they're going to do. Malzahn is, a, is a, just a Yeah, Gus Malzahn. Malzahn, sorry, it's such a wizard. Um, and the, who, so uh, remind me, Will Hill, who is um, is the kid back at quarterback? Yes, he is. Okay, um, and their whole O line, I think, is back. Yeah, very good. Um, and their D line is very strong. Too. Yeah, their D was good last year too. Although that one kid was a little overhyped. Um, who? I'm going to say uh, the kid they kept talking about. Um, I'm going to say Auburn is going to beat everybody except Alabama and that Mississippi State game will be interesting. I say they're I'm say they're nine and three. Nine and three. I say ten and two. That's okay. All right, cool. Okay, so our next team's LSU, who very interesting because Ed Orgeron <laughs> I I just don't think he can lead them to what they were. With, yeah, uh, it's kind of like James Franklin. You see the trend line. You know, James Franklin's always running. A, he uh, they get better. They're solid. They're tough. Orgeron's never been a good head coach yeah. ever. You know, and anything he's ever done. So I, I think I think they down. continue to trend downwards. Yeah, that, and they lost a lot of recruits to a Alabama. Lot. I know that DB, who's like I think number two in the number uh, three or four player in the nation, was down between them and Alabama, and a lot of people thought LSU. But uh, he went to Alabama, and I just think that kind of crushed that. Pretty much sums up their recruiting. I think they lost a lot of players that they wanted, and but at the same time, they're they're going to be good defensively, so that should win them some games. No doubt. But uh, my final prediction is probably uh, seven five to eight and four. Maybe eight and four. I yeah. agree. Yeah, you know the deal probably pretty good because Orgeron their mm-hmm. whole thing, but. Kind of the, the story of LSU has always been no offense, a lot of defense. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know if that's going to change. You and know? Do they still have the Sharkhandrick Shark kid? I don't know. He's so fast. Yeah, I did not. I, I think I, they do. I have, I have been following a lot of UT football. I've done a poor job of, like, really, to this point, getting on the other teams in the yeah. conferences. But we will as the season comes about. So, another one that we've already kind of talked about, Penn State. What do you think their record will eh, I think I'm, I'm going again. I think it's, like, what, 10-2? and two? Mm-hmm. I, I'm just a big yeah. believer in Franklin. I, I don't, I don't I even need to know exactly what they have. I think he's building a tough culture. I agree. I say, yeah, I say 10 and 2. And then, uh, so our next topic, that uh, that's 8, but we're kind of running out of time, so we're going to go on to the next topic, which is the MLB. And we're big Reds fans, and so we have, for the first time ever, we have some optimism about the Reds. We've been playing very good under Wiggleman. It's been dark out there for a long time, hasn't it? Yeah, wow, finally seeing some light. So young players along with Votto to do very good with. I think the All-Star game says it all. You know, three Reds infielders were in the All-Star Scooter game Jeanette. and all flashed their ability. You know, Scooter, yeah. Votto, and Suarez all all played well and are and having the way, years. And by the way, ne- we'll talk about Machado later because clearly the biggest news of the MLB for the past Two weeks has been Machado, but for the past two years, Suarez has better batting average and OPS than Manny Machado, who's thought of as one of the best uh, shortstop or third baseman, whatever you want to call Don't him. Don't sleep on Suarez. Suarez best. is a nasty ball yeah, player. And that didn't even, we didn't even mention Peraza 
or um, Jeanette. No, no, we got we got all that. Um, no, 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 the catcher. Oh, Tucker Barnhart. Yeah, Tucker Barnhart, who's won yeah. the Gold Glove last year and is sitting about two seventy, seventy five right now. Mm-hmm. It's good with pitchers. And I love Peraza at shortstop, too. And we got Senzel coming up through the minors. So, to see what I guess the biggest question with the Reds is, how do we handle the talent coming up Agreed. in certain positions while we have guys in certain positions that are doing well, at least offensively? Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree with that. That Reds rider did a deep dive into the defense the other day, the offense-defensive efficiency numbers. Everybody stays in the exact same spot, except Jeanette's got to come out a second. Yeah, I think they put him in the outfield. You think so? Left field? I, I hate to say this, but – you know it would really help if we were uh, an American League team and you could just put Jeanette at DH. Yeah, well, at, but it always not, helps so. to play baby baby softball. Yeah, we, we're not fans of the AL. Hate the AL. It's no managing, really. You just yeah, have you to, just sit back and drink, a, yeah. drink keg beer the whole time, yeah. you know? But, so, upcoming, we have, of course, Nick Senzel, who's one of the top prospects, or at least in the Reds organization. You have uh, Taylor, in, in Taylor Trammell. Yeah, yeah, Taylor uh-huh. Trammell, yeah. the kid who won... Uh, the Rising Stars game MVP hit a home run and a triple. And I think that is very good because I think we should – we're not very big believers in Billy Hamilton. I I'm think he's d- fast. I'm, d- I'm done with the Billy Hamilton he's train. He's great defense, but he just cannot hit. And he <clears throat> it just kind of ruins the lineup when you have the pitcher batting eighth and then Billy batting ninth. Those two are just almost automatic outs. I've never, I've never seen somebody have such a, such a, a, a childish swing for pro baseball. Yeah. And a guy who changes his swing by bat – Definitely. Hacking around like a four-year-old up there, you know what I mean? It <laughs> yeah. just it gets uh, it gets Definitely. annoying after a while. So I think we should trade Duvall while he has. I mean, he he's had a bad year. Let's uh, be he honest. Have but, much value, though. but I mean, he has value as a power player. You could yeah. give him to somebody he like. Has, how many home runs he got this year? 20? Tw- 21, 21, 21, yeah, 20, uh, something like that. Yeah. But so I think you could give him up as a power player to someone that needs power, like uh, let's say like the Diamondback or something. Yeah, I don't someone know. like that. Yeah. But. Uh, so, I say we trade him, put Taylor Trammell in right because yeah. he's an outfielder. I yeah. know that. Cut, uh, cut what's his name? Either get value for him, Hamilton, yeah, or cut or him. Cut I'm, him. Just, I'm tired of the cut experiment. Him. Yeah. Put uh, Winker yeah. out in center, mm-hmm. and then you put uh, er, Shebler. Shebler in left. And I yeah. think him and Trammell could probably switch around in the next couple of years. But then, of course, you always had Votto at first. He's, I mean – well, he's the one number the one hitter in, in terms of efficiency in baseball. So yeah, close. best on-base percentage, best five yeah. years in baseball. Yeah. And then second base, you have Jeanette, which I don't really know what to do with him. And yeah. then you also have, once again, I think another you, young I think you would, you would work hard to put Jeanette out in left field and work him and see how he did. I agree. You know, and if, if he does well, Shebler. I mean, he's he's a ball player. You know what I mean? Yeah. They could trade other assets if he does well. I mean, you at, know? at worst, you could trade Shebler. Yeah. But because yeah. I mean, he he'll have value. He's a young player. He's I don't like this good. whole trade, Jeanette, like undercurrent on the Reds organization. He I don't want to trade one of our best players. Scooter, I like Scooter, yeah. you know. And then so we have the real question is the infield. So we have the Dixon kid who came yeah. up as a second baseman. Yeah. We have Peraza who's done very well at shortstop. We have Senzel coming up through the minors. We have Suarez who's not moving at third. Yeah. So that's just set. And then you have a. Uh, Jonathan India, the kid we just drafted. Yeah. But once again, he'll, Blandino. he'll come up. Alex Blandino. <laughs> he just tore his ACL. Oh, shoot. Really? Yeah. Oh, just okay. the, yeah, yesterday. Okay. But he, he will be a good player in MLB. I, I truly believe that. He looks like an MLB player. He's very calm. He, he, hits he has well. high efficiency numbers at bat. Yeah. But he so, doesn't swing at bad pitches. Yeah. So I think, and let's say in two years, what do you predict our defensive lineup is? 
I think it's the I think it's Peraza Suarez on the left side. I think it's Senzel at second and Votto at first. And then you think uh, what's his name will be coming up through the minors? Who? Which one? Uh, Green in India. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. I mean, he still has a lot to prove. He's still a college kid. We don't know anything yeah. about. Senzel's We're proof. just predicting Sen- that India will be a great player because he's – I mean, not great, but good MLB player because he's drafted fifth overall. Yeah, he's got a long way. Senzel's proven it. He's, he's a known he's, quantity yeah, now. Yeah, he hit 320 last yeah, year in double A. So, he's going to be there. So uh, – And then rotation-wise. Of course, we have the Hunter Green who's, yeah. I mean, through one of three at the Futures game, he's – He's insane. He's averaging throwing 100, yeah. 101. Well, that doesn't mean that much. You can throw hard, but you got to be a pitcher. But nonetheless, yeah, very live talented. young arm. Number, yeah. Drafted number two, not this year, but last year, yeah. by the Reds. And I think he's doing clearly very well in minors if he made it all the way to the Futures game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so. How's the guy that I love so much? I'm Garrett? Losing, no, 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 no. Oh, Garrett's a stud. I he, love he'll be, I think he'll be back in the starting rotation next year because yeah. he's, he's a starter. You can't I don't know, though. I starter. really like him as that, like, you Super know, like that, that hater, long reliever, you know Super what I mean? Super reliever, yeah. God dang, time. you give him two innings, it's just shut down for two innings. And he yeah. throws – he looks like a reliever to me. He just kind of has that emotional makeup yeah. of a reliever, I mean, you he know? throws hard with a very good changeup. And he's aggressive and nasty yeah. and throws at people. I mean, at the bi- I, mean? I mean, put him – Watch his video against Baez. He strikes him out and then yells at him. Oh, uh, yeah. He, I mean, he, 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 he literally intimidated Baez like a little baby. He's a, he's a basketball player, which is, he's so emotional, and he brings that to baseball and just lets it all unleash when he's pitching. Yeah. So I really like him. I of course, I like pen, Hunter Green. You know what I mean? Yeah, I love Hunter. Yeah. And, you uh, like Castillo. Uh, Castillo. Love, he's going to be yeah. good. I still think he's going to be a ball player. Yeah, you so know? I mean, he throws 97 effortlessly with yeah. a great changeup. Yeah, he's slider. got really good stuff. Yeah. But then uh, – so the other starters, I guess, are Matt Harvey. Yeah, which who I think we might trade. How has he been? What What have his starts been like recently? No, Granddaddy good. sent me some things. He played, he's been doing well, but I haven't watched his starts. He played very bad. His he pitched two nights ago. Yeah, he pitched poorly. Six six runs in four innings. Ugh. But before that, he had like a three point two ERA. His past he was five rolling, games. right? He done well, very good. As long as he stays healthy, he keep him in the rotation. He's a, he's a, a good player. Third, fourth, fifth starter, yeah. you know. And then. You have, of course, Homer Bailey, who's done. He's in Triple A. He's not even playing yeah. well in Triple A, but he's gone. And then you have, uh, who? Who's the other uh, starter? Uh, let's see here. We got. Um, oh, the sinker baller. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I like that kid. I mean, I like that guy. He's yeah. good. Um, uh, real calm name. motion. Yeah. Real just deceptive. Well, we'll just pitcher. say him. He's a, yeah. he's an upcoming star. I yeah. mean, not star, but he's an. He's Young legit. player. He's going to be good. Yeah. So I think the pitching's looking good. In the pen, of course, we have uh, what's his name? The great closer. Um, uh, not, not, uh, God, we're, 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 we're Iglesias. Jose, God, Iglesias. Jose Iglesias. He's he is, he's mind. very good. He has crazy stuff. He's yeah, he does have crazy arm. stuff. And our, uh, the bullpen is amazing right now. We have Garrett as the kind of main reliever, then you have Iglesias. You have the who's the uh, righty that dominated the Dodgers He's so Hispanic much? Guy. Yeah. yeah, Hernandez. Hernandez. Dave, yeah. David Hernandez. He's good. Yeah, he, he dominated the Dodgers in that four-game sweep he had earlier in the year. I think he pitched maybe two or three of the games. Didn't allow a hit. I don't yeah. think. You know what I love about this podcast? We don't have any, which is nice. We don't have any rosters or stats in yeah, front of us. This is just off the cuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then, 
So we've pretty much talked about the Reds. Of course, yep. I think we'll keep Riggleman as the final note on the Reds. I think he's done great with the team so far. Yeah, Riggleman seems to make the decisions when I watch the games, which I probably watch, what, one every ten games. You watch probably three every ten, yeah, something like that. probably. Is he makes the common sense. You watch all the night games. He makes the common sense right decision. You know, yeah, I I didn't, with Price sometimes, I didn't understand what the heck he was doing. Mm-hmm. Riggleman plays the matchups well. He know he just absolutely. You're like, yep, exactly, good move. Like he makes a lot of common sense. Definitely, to me. yeah. Yep. And then, so on our final note of the night, we'll be talking about the Dodgers and how gaining Machado will help them in the NL West. But and before Machado, I don't really know who is the leader in that division because you have the Diamondbacks who are competing very well. Mm-hmm. You have the uh, Rockies. Yeah. Who are competing you got very the Giants. well? You got the Giants who are always going to compete. Yeah. Then you have the Dodgers. So four main teams. Yeah. That yeah, can. Yeah. I would not be surprised if any of them made a run before they got Machado. But now that the Dodgers have Machado, I see it hard. I I definitely think now the Giants are out of it. I don't think they can win. I think the Rockies. I think they're very good. I don't think they have enough pitching. Yeah. To stand up with the. Uh, I mean, I just Dodgers know the All-Star players. Backs. I know Story, Blackman, that one pitcher pitched in the Arenado. All-Star game. Oh, Arenado. God, Arenado. He is unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I, I just yeah. – I think it comes down to the Dodgers and Diamondbacks because, of course, the Diamondbacks are a very good team. They, I mean, they don't have, like, superstars, really, but they just play very well. Yeah. They're a very great team. And I think uh, – but I don't know. I think now with Machado that puts uh, – Machado, I mean, the best – Probably the best defensive shortstop and hitting shortstop in the game. I mean that. that so what are they shortstop. doing? You again, you follow a little more the the shortstop who's good, the white dude. Yeah. Uh, is, uh, is he going to continue to play shortstop? Machado's going to play third. You know the one that's hurt. You mean? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Corey Seager. Yeah. I think. Didn't Seager so, get considered an elite shortstop? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think what they'll do next year because Machado has also agreed that he will play. Third and short, with of course with Baltimore, he wanted to play shortstop. Okay, but I think they're they're moving Justin Turner, the third baseman, yeah, the pop the tart kid. Yeah. yeah, I think they'll move him to first base. Really? Yeah, that's okay. what everybody's saying. Even put over the Bellinger, the, the Bellinger yeah. uppercut kid. Yeah, put yeah. Bellinger in the outfield because he. I, I mean, I, I don't really, I don't like any? Bellinger's swing. I think he's oh, not very good right yeah. now, but. Yeah. But it's saying he's a he's a stud outfielder. The Dodgers said before this year he was the best outfielder on the roster. Bellinger is. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. Definitely, he's pretty good at first base, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. But okay. I think he'll he'll be in the outfield. Okay. And then you'll have. Uh, he must be a really good athlete, yeah. Bellinger. And then you yeah. have Machado at third, okay. Corey Seager at short. Okay. And then. Uh, Do they have the Taylor kid at second? No, I think he's usually an outfielder. Oh, is he? Okay. I think they have the Kike Hernandez. Oh, yeah, he's, yeah. he's not very good, but, yeah. I mean, he can play out. He's more of a utility, kind of like Ben Zobrist type of player. Gotcha. But, uh, I wish the Reds had Zobrist. Yeah. Unbelievable. So, I think the Dodgers will end up winning that division. And then, uh, one other note, who do you think is going to end up winning the Yankees-Red Sox race? Um, I'm for the Red Sox. Most of my friends are Red Sox fans, and we have one fan member who's a big Red Sox fan. But having said that, that Yankees lineup is it's stacked. So yeah. Um, but at the same time, the Red Sox are up three games. Right? Yeah, I know. It's a, I mean, it's going to come down to the end. They're both going to be in the playoffs. Mookie so, and know? JD are probably the best two-man combo in baseball Better in terms Judge of and hitting. Stanton? I think in terms of total hitting. Yeah, total hitting. In Although terms Stanton's of been average, coming on, but yeah. I mean, 
JD Martinez and Mookie Betts are both. I mean, Martinez is like three twenty-seven. Mookie's is yeah. like three fifty. Yeah. I mean, and they both have Martinez is twenty-nine home runs. Mookie is like twenty-five, maybe. You know what's weird? It's I think crazy I, I saw a Betts who we both love because Betts is from Nashville or whatever. But yeah. I think my favorite hitter, position player on both of those teams, if I just all of them is Gardner. Brett Gardner. Oh yeah, he's such him. a great. Player. He is such a. Baller. He makes their team because they're. I know he gets the bat. He just digs their, in. Yeah. You know what I mean? The entire I love rest that. of their team, other than D.D. Gregorius, is power, 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 power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you have him, who really is just the the epitome of a, a gritty hitter. hitter. Yeah, yeah. And then you have him, who just kind of creates their team because he's that contact average hitter, speedy guy. Yeah. Who just uh, makes their team what it is, and I think they're. I mean, whoever makes it's going to win the wild card game. I yeah, believe. no doubt already. With, I saw I mean, that they're four games. The Yankees are four games up on the next. Yeah, and uh, I mean they wild have wild card spot or whatever. It's impossible. Say the Red Sox win, you have Severino going in the wild card game. He's yeah, not going to lose that. Exactly, and then if you're yeah. the Red Sox in the wild card, you have Sale. Yeah. I mean, ne- neither of them are going to lose true. to the yeah. I don't know, like A's or somebody. I think no way they win. Yeah. But uh, so. I, what do you predict at the end of the year, Red Sox or Yankees leading that division? Um, I'm going Red Sox. I, uh, it's hard, but I, I'm going to have to agree and say Red Sox. I think they're so good, well-rounded, and the Yankees can get, go in such big slumps with the power. Yeah. But I think they'll, they'll surge in the playoffs and do very good. But I think the Red Sox keep it up and win that division. Cool. And so that's pretty much the end of our podcast. That was a good podcast, We're, man. That was fun. Yeah. We don't really have a schedule. I'm going to try to make uh, maybe two to three a week. And, you should uh, just do it every Monday. You want to do it one every Monday? Yeah. You line up your guests during the week and get it all set for about this time Definitely. on Mondays. Is that good? Mm-hmm. Push it out on Tuesdays? Yeah, it sounds yeah, good. That's good. Okay. Uh, well, I tell you what, thanks for having me. Yeah, it was great. What what what, what an honor to be to be first <laughs> to guess. be on a, you you know a lot about sports and it's fun to talk to you about sports. You did, you did a good job. It was very fun. Okay, so uh, thank you for listening, and I'll sign out for the first time. And this is Terrell Talk. Bye bye. Bye.